Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Aaron Judge hit his 60th home run. Judge is now one homer shy of Roger Maris's American League record, as you know, of 61. Where's my bell? The Braves are going to the playoffs where we air in Atlanta every night, 7 to 9 Eastern on WQEE. The Braves are going to the playoffs. And I think if the Blue Jays and Braves met in the World Series, I'm not sure the world could handle it. This is the Rod Peterson Show. Hey, everybody, it's me, the champ. Welcome to hour two of your favorite daytime sports and entertainment talk show. And if you're living in Canada, the only daytime sports talk show. Isn't it just great? In America, we're one of a lot. We're just like a little star in the sky amongst all those stars. Oh, what a great day. I, I Listen, I vacated this chair early in hour one. Not because I was having an emergency or anything. People are saying, oh, the pink drink must be working. He's got to run to the bathroom. How about um, that? I just didn't want to feel like sitting there for 15 minutes with the camera, st- or 15 seconds with the camera staring at me because it's uh, unnerving. Steven in North Dakota says, was it bad burritos? Um, oh, Ken Friedman no. says, the Jeep, the Jeep is ready and the dealership courtesy ride has arrived. You're almost right. The Jeep is ready. But I got to go walk to get it. It's 1.3 kilometers from here. Terry in Calgary says, he sure bolted. Well, I'm fast. Why wait? I'm a fast walker. Let's bring in Lee Genier, our COO, for more fun discussion here. Nice hoodie, Lee. How's the temperature there in Calgary? Is it hoodie weather? Bunny hug weather? Uh, You know what? There was a frost warning last night. So... um... Yeah, it's not South Florida. Um, by, the, well, by the way, we're going to take that, that Jeep and we're going to go cruise uh, Miami Beach. So The A1A? South Beach. Yeah, yeah. You're going to take your talents to South Beach, Lee? Hey, anytime. Anytime. Um, yes. Jenna in Southern California says, Hour two. Don't mind if I do. Takes a sip of coffee. Um, I'm stopping on what all the viewers are having fun with me bolting. Like I say, I'm just not going to sit here. Why? Am I a fast walker, Lee? You've been around me enough. Am I tough to keep up to? No, I'm a fast walker, so. You are. No, yes, no, and we, 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 walk, we both, we walk. We both we have walk. Uh, long legs, and we go fast. Yes. So, if you were watching Hour 1, I... For those that have just tuned into the podcast for hour two, maybe you just turned on your radio on Metro Atlanta uh, or your television on Game Plus, the number to text us is 902-518-3033. We've got a lot of topics on the table. That's why they call us the Golden Corral of Sports Talk. We talked about the Blue Jays splitting the series with the Phils. Jays at Tampa tonight. Um, NHL training camps opening today. What are the questions? Who are the best teams? Who are going to be the surprise teams? Um, CFL deal or no deal. We previewed the three games this week. NFL Thursday night football tonight has the Steelers at the Browns. And that folks is our poll question for Capital Automall Universal Collision Center. 
Who wins on Thursday night football? The Pittsburgh Steelers at the Cleveland Browns. The Browns are favored by four. Both Moose and I not taking the deal. We've got the Steelers to win tonight. What are they saying on YouTube, uh, Clark, on the vote on that, by the way? Do we have a body of work? 61% say the Cleveland Browns are going to win at home. Cool. We talked about the best broadcast crews, too. And somehow or another, the fact that my mom wanted to name me Sterling came up in hour one. And my dad nixed it. And I'm not sure whether that was a good idea or not, because Sterling Peterson is not a bad broadcasting name. Did you almost be named something else, Lee? Um, Leo. But my mom I like it! Lee. Lee. So, I like the Lee. So, I'm, I'm glad. I, I like Lee. Lee. Yeah, but it's kind of confusing, though. As I told you, my brother's name Lee, and your name Lee, and sometimes I send texts to the wrong guy. Thank God you both have a very similar sense of humor, so it's not that bad. But I think we have a nickname in the offing. Leo. Uncle Leo! Okay, couple things, <laughs> Mr. Genier. Who's your favorite broadcast crew? National Football League, national crew. Thursday night football, Sunday night football, or Monday night football? Who's your favorite? You know, I'm gonna go. You know, it might be a little bit controversial for you, but I was a huge, uh, like I say, I'm a huge Al Michaels voice fan, and so I really miss Al Michaels and Chris Collinsworth together. I just. Uh, you know, when I would settle in, watch Sunday Night Football, and listen to Al Michaels and Chris go, it was that was my preeminent uh, uh, broadcast team. So, I mean, I, you know, I've had some favorites from the Peter Mars, but that was, like I said, earlier in the past. Um, so, I, I'm trying to, I'm trying to find my way. I, I'm just Chris and, and Mike Trico just uh, aren't doing it for me. So, I, I like Troy and, and Joe Buck, though. Like, I mean, I'd have to say that would be my my next on my list for sure. Hey, look, I didn't want to uh, put you on your heels. I mean, it's, I, I guess I was put on my heels a little bit when the viewer asked me who are my favorite. But to be honest, I watch most of these games with the sound down. I'm not, <laughs> I'm not joking. Um, I don't even think about it. I just have the sound. I'm watching the game. I'm not really listening to what the announcers are saying, but um, it's just interesting when these crews get broken up because to be honest, they feel like part of the family. And I get Dougal Cameron in Calgary, one of our viewers, who said, you know, you're missing John Madden. I'm like, well, not really, because the question was, who's the best crew? Who's your favorite crew right now? There's nobody better than Pat Summerall and John Madden. There isn't. End of story. Done. Not up for debate. They're the best ever. But neither one's with us anymore. Now, furthermore, I told you and I told our crew, I didn't get enough time with you yesterday. And we do have questions coming in for you, Lee, and I'll get to those in a second. But I want yours... A little more on this Craig Dickinson thing. And you know Craig well. You worked with him in Calgary, right? He uh, came out after Friday's loss. Yeah, he's awesome. I love him, man. Very smart, high-integrity guy. A lot of honor. Craig Dickinson. That's what I think about him. And I know that about him. He comes out after his team loses to Edmonton 26-24. They're the worst team in the CFL record-wise since July 9th. And he says, I'm just going to be honest with you. We're not very good. It's still being debated. And I'm sitting there, Lee, before I, just when I finish my preambler, because I watch so much NFL coverage, ESPN, Fox Sports 1, NFL Network. If let's say, I don't know, let's say Cliff Kingsbury came out and said that 
of the Arizona Cardinals, they'd be talking about it for days. And I think this is worthy of that kind of discussion. Is he in danger of losing his room saying that? Because apparently now the players are upset. Some players have come out and taken issue with it. How do you feel about that? Well, no, I think he's right. You know, they aren't very good. And you know what? So you got the coach publicly. I know he's under a lot of scrutiny right now. They're talking about Jason Moss being the, the next head coach, him. So I, they're not very good. So, you know, Craig's calling out. I'm not going to say calling out his team. He's just being honest, saying we are not very good. So, you know what? There's nothing wrong with him saying that. I think it's good. Um, you know, him. I, you know, Craig is a very honest heart, you know, heart kind of guy. So, you know what is good on them they are not very good let the you know you know you might have some guys in there thinking hey you know that's not what he said in behind closed doors whatever um you know what it is all about the fans and the public so um everybody knows that nobody's watching them and going yeah they're a good team right now are you so you know what it is it's it's good for him to try to you know manage the fans and uh, and and good on them good on them so Players, uh, you know what? Craig's the boss, so there you go. Well, overall, Lee, just to pick at it a little more, it like I've been around so many coaches for so long, as have you, and you've been around them in more sports than I have. Mine are primarily football and hockey. What a coach would tell you, I think, is that each player is going to hear that differently. It depends on the makeup of that player. I'll tell you right now, if my boss came out and said, we're not very good, I would look at myself and say, what do I need to do to be better? But that's how I look at things. There'd be a lot of guys going around that room going, I'm fine, but he needs to be better. He needs to be better. He needs to, you know what I mean? That kind of depends the makeup of his locker room, don't you think? Yeah, absolutely. And that's why it's the ultimate team sport, because, you know, you got you got guys that will call out each other. You know, I've been on planes uh, after, you know, when we're chartering back from losses. And, you know, I think I was in the middle of a gang fight. So um, I thought I was going to get capped. So, you know what? It, it's good. Players are going to call out each other. But, you know, everybody kind of has to look at some at themselves and say, hey, how do I make this better? And um, and the, each one of them probably need to has to do that. The O line. I mean, everybody's talking about the O line. I mean, uh, Corey Vichardo was is getting killed out there. I mean, eight sacks last game, and so I mean, everybody has to look at it. And, and Corey's been off. So um, and and the secondary. So I mean, it's it's not just one issue. It's a whole team issue. And you know, obviously they had discipline issues early. Um, you know, this Garrett Marino thing was a distraction. So, um, you know what, they, they need to find their way. And like I say, they're not out of, out of um, contention for, you know, fourth, fourth place crossover, but um, they got to be, you know, they got to pick up their socks and, you know, and that's yeah. the best so, way as a coach. Yeah. So you coach think. Come out and call them that, out. Yeah. Well. You think that they could pull it off then? Okay. Darren, I, I, like, I, like, I, don't understand. I don't know. Darren Workman's watching in Salt Lake City, Utah, and he says, if a coach can't state the obvious, what do you want him to say? But the thing is, I get told so many times, this is why, not to go too far down the road of where I am in my life, but I, you know, I've always been the guy to say the honest thing, and people always say, you can't say that. I'm like, but it's the truth, but you can't say it. 
And I don't want to say who it was telling me that. And that's only gotten worse now. So I admire the honesty. In this recovery business, we say honesty, honesty saves time. There's the old adage, honesty's the best policy. So clearly I have no problem with Craig Dickinson and what he said. Um, but I'm not saying that I'm right. You know, it kind of depends how... Can you see this being the rallying point that turns the season around, I guess? Lee, they got four games to go. They're in a bye week right now. How do you think they... Re- do they wilt and fold, or do they rise to this challenge from their coach? Well, I, I would hope that they would rise to the challenge, right? I hope that was the wake-up call, that they've been p- called out publicly. You know, I've been in the same situation. You know, I've been with teams and been on, on losing streaks. And, you know, our coach was, you know, was turtling. He wasn't really taking any responsibility. So I had to come out in the media and say, you know, we're not very good right now, but we are going to make some changes and we're going to get better. And it was a rallying point and we went on to win the championship. So, um, so you know what is I think this is definitely to see the character of the team and how they respond to this. And, um, you know, let's, let's call it is what it is. It's a wake up call. Yeah, hey, I like it. And by the way, um, I know the coach you're talking about. That was an interesting. You guys should write a dang book. Which, last point on this, Dougal Cameron, Stamps fan, says the Marino Circus was the issue that derailed the Ryder season. And if that's true, and he's could very well be right, you know that better be part of the postmortem saying, why did we have this guy on our team? Whose decision was it to have him on our team? Who didn't want him? Who did? This better be a thorough synopsis of a season that I don't think they're going to turn around. By the way, uh, before we talk about the Stampeders and other CFL issues, and I'm cool to do that on Canada's favorite daytime sports talk show, I'll just say this. I went by Jimmy Johnson's place on the weekend, Lee, but he wasn't there. Um, He hasn't been seen in the keys for weeks, but you're a Packers fan. I'm a Dallas Cowboys fan, so I don't assume you've read the book, Boys Will Be Boys, the story of the Dallas Cowboys. have you read that by chance? Because you're a reader. I I haven't. I haven't. But I would love to. Well, and and I think originally oh, I was a, a Cowboys fan. A Dallas. Yeah. Remember, I said being five years old, and, and I was a Cowboys fan mostly because of the Dallas Cowboy cheerleaders. How, How do you change that? team? It happens. I used to be a Leafs <laughs> fan when I was young. Hey, listen, I get it. I I change teams all the time, but not from the Dallas Cowboys. Anyways, I don't mind saying this because it's in the book. They said Jimmy Johnson, when he was the coach of the Cowboys, used to get so smashed on road trips coming home. On Heineken, that was his beer. They would have cases of Heineken at the front of the plane. And Jimmy, if the Cowboys lost on the road, he'd be crushing Heineken like it was his job go to the back of the plane to take a leak, cut some guy because he was terrible in the game, and then the next day at practice, they, he'd be going, where's Genye? Where's Genye? Why is he not out here? And the other coaches would be going, you cut, you cut him last night, Jimmy. <laughs> he didn't oh, no. <laughs> God, I, I love it, and, you know, and, I, and I've worked with with some some guys that have worked for the Cowboys organization. So always colorful stories, I'm sure. Oh, yeah. Okay, we're going to break, and we'll get to your questions. Fire more at us. 
902-518-3033 is the number to text or in the YouTube chat. We'll be back. On the way as well, Arash Madani. It's the RP Show on the Game Plus TV network. YouTube live streaming, of course. Your favorite podcast platform and on the radio in Metro Atlanta, WQEE 99.1 FM. Have you subscribed to the Rod Peterson Show YouTube channel yet? Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. It's the RP Show. The game of the week in the National Football League is here. South Florida, Sunday, the... Miami Dolphins versus the Buffalo Bills should be a beauty. Our COO, Lee Genier, is with us. And uh, let's bring him on in here. I said that the viewers had questions for you, and uh, they do. And some are football, some are not. Regarding where you're supposed to be, another name from your parents, Lyle Robichaux is watching on Game Plus Television in Toronto. Lyle is his name, Robichaux. He says, my parents were going with either Wyatt or Chase. They went with Lyle. Sounds like a dry heave. <laughs> I know a lot of people that don't like their name. I never really had a problem with my name. It was unique. The only problem is when we're kids, you and I are about the same age. You know when you know when they had that, this room belongs to Bill. This room belongs to Ron. They never had Rod, you know, or Tony's toothbrush. You know, you could, there's a rack of them. I bet you they never had Lee either, did they? No, no, never, never. Because it's yeah, you know never. it's one of those uh, you know names you can spell it different ways, which I don't like. But so you know, every, right. nobody, you know, oh, so but Sterling, Sterling Peterson. But can you imagine? Uh, it wouldn't f- wouldn't yeah. fit on your bunny hug very well on your hoodie you're wearing right now. Anyways, this. Grant in Kelowna. Grant in Kelowna. Watching on Game Plus Television, where we're carried on Telesoptic TV. He says, Ron and Lee, how do you think the Pacific Division will finish out in the National Hockey League this year? I'm a Canucks fan. And I heard this morning that Bruce Boudreau said, if Vancouver doesn't make the playoffs, it would be a disaster. Your opinions? How much time we got? Let me just say this. Let me just say this. How I think the Pacific will play out? Is this, I made these predictions about three weeks ago. I'd have to go back and check my notes exactly what I thought it would be. But I've got Edmonton 1, Calgary 2, LA 3, Anaheim 4. And then you can throw the bottom four missing the playoffs into a hat and pick them all out. Vegas would probably be 5th, Vancouver 6th, San Jose 7th, Seattle 8th. I think what Bruce Boudreau is inherited there in Vancouver is something that everybody inherits. Travis Green before him, name the long list of coaches. A real bad culture problem. 
And I spent the last two days on the phone with former NHL coaches, some current NHL coaches. There's culture problems all over the place. There's some teams that got really great cultures too, by the way. But I don't think Vancouver's For one sure. of them. So long, long answer to a short question. I don't have Vancouver making the playoffs. How do you who do you think would be the playoff teams in the Pacific Division? Yeah, I mean I would I would have to say, you know, I'm gonna go with Calgary being number one. Um you know, Calgary one, Edmonton two. I, I don't see um, Vancouver making the playoffs. Like, cause I, I could see um, Vegas being a better team this year. Um, Seattle's definitely going to be near the bottom. So I, I see um, Vancouver. I, I'm going to probably say a sixth, seventh finish in, you know, in the in the, the division. So that was those are kind of my picks. Um, you know, again, it's early. Like, it's. I think Calgary's going to have to really, you know, they got a lot of new chemistry that they're going to have to um, take on. So that's going to, that's my only, my only thought there is with a lot of new guys coming in is how that, uh, how they melt and their, their chemistry works on the team. So, um, um, and, yeah, you know, so you do, you have a lot well, of personnel look, changes there, right? I look at, uh, what Peter Labardi said yesterday, he feels the Flames have had the best offseason of any NHL team, and I don't disagree. And it's a good thing that I can handle it. Um, Lee, you've been more of a behind-the-scenes guy. Now you're much more, with us, a front-end guy. You're on the air. You're representing us at things. Um, so, yeah, your, your, your opinion's getting out there, which is a good and bad thing because Probably up to three, four, five years ago, I was saying Johnny Gaudreau, just by watching the games, I put on Twitter, this guy looks like he's disinterested. And I don't know, if you're playing for me and you spend one shift thinking you're looking like you're disinterested, you're done. Okay? Johnny's been doing it for quite some time. So a major, you just said it, a major culture shift in Calgary. And I'll give Calgary and the Flames a lot of credit. They had a terrible culture. Everybody knew it. And starting last winter, when I started spending time in Calgary, and you and I were together a lot, what were people saying to us from the Flames organization? We know we've had problems. We're making, taking steps to change those problems. And they have. And that's not just in the dressing room with Goudreau and Kachuk, obviously. It's off the field. It's in the front office. It's in the boardroom. All of that. So for Calgary's sake, I hope you're right. And they do win the pennant. Now, they did win the pennant last year with a couple of guys that Literally didn't want to be there. They said it after they signed somewhere else. So I'll just say, when I started saying that we had guys looking like they didn't want to be there years ago, I got called out by fans and said that I was an idiot, but I don't really care. I can handle it. Um, So it's hard sometimes. Are you realizing now? You put your opinion out there. Some people might not like it. Have you realized that yet? Oh, yeah, baby. Oh, yeah. I mean, you know, being presidents of different teams, you know, putting my opinion out there, man, I... I got all of it out there. A lot of people thought I was crazy or they thought I was weird. And until you're successful, then they love you. I couldn't agree more. Our friend Jack in Vulcan, Alberta says, Rod, there are those who want to know the truth and those who don't want to face the truth. Oh, brother. You're right. You're absolutely right. The, The trick is finding out who's who. And you'll spend a lifetime trying to figure that out, right? Um, Listen, you and I had a great, well, every day we have great private conversations, but you said something to me the other day 
that I can relate onto the air. It's nothing bad. You're talking about both. And you just said the cruel nature of pro football. And who were, were we talking about Russell Wilson or somebody? And you just said, look at Bo. My God, if there's any better proof of what have you done for me lately? Um, you're in those football circles in Calgary. Like, what are they saying there about the fact that Bo Levi Mitchell may never start another game again for the Calgary Stampeders? Yeah, and, and I mean, that is the nature of sport, man. You Like I said, you can you know, play 11, you know, 11 years in, in any league and 10 years, you can be on top. And then the one, you know, one year you go bad, you're out. Like, you know what? It's, uh, you know, here today and gone tomorrow. And like I say is right now they're looking to Jake Mayer as the future. And, um, you know, like I say, the, the talk of Bo is like, it's non-existent right now. So it's, it's a little, um, you know, like I say, I, I would fully expect, I don't doubt they're going to, you know, they're not going to trade him this year, but I would say he's definitely gone next year. And um, where he ends up and the way he plays, um, I still think he's a great quarterback. And obviously he ha- has been a great quarterback. So, um, but, you know, it is, uh, sports is a very cruel, cruel game. So let's put it that way. Oh, yeah. Well, I know. And I think, that's how yours and my careers have intersected at this point. Because, and like I said, you and I are about the same age. Um, what should I? There, these old coaches that I talk to in both football and hockey, they're at a point in their career where they don't really want to change. And I've been doing this since I was 16 years old, so I don't really want to change either. To fit into what sports is now, I don't really want to do it. But there's a lot of people that do, um, and I guess. And, 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 and keep doing, you know, fighting the good fight. Somebody said the other day, if you don't like the heat, get out of the kitchen. They didn't say it to me, but they were, I guess they were referring to the players with the riders that are upset with what Dickinson said. And I finally just decided a few years ago, I don't like the heat. I don't want to be in the kitchen anymore. I mean, I can take the heat. I want to take a different kind of heat. Now, somebody's written in here and said, Craig Dickinson is a great special teams coordinator, not a great head coach. Can I just... Pick into that for a second, please. And I know our American viewers don't really know what we're talking about. However, Craig and his brother Dave Dickinson are from Great Falls, Montana. The football people are loving this discussion. Craig Dickinson was the coach of the year in the West Division in 2019. Everybody was kissing his ass. He was the toast of the town. They hosted the West Final, don't you know? Craig Dickinson's a great head coach. How quickly people forget. Um, so again. I don't think Craig Dickinson's the problem at all. But how would you respond to the comment that he's a better coordinator than he is a head coach? Because you hear that about coaches, right, quite often. Oh, you hear it all the time. You hear about it, Jones and Edmonton. You hear, you know, and I think think Craig's a great head coach. He's just very honest. You know, he's a a nice guy. He's obviously very determined. But, um, you know, don't mistake that. I mean, you know, at some point, most coaches, head coaches, were a coordinator, and it's, it's easy to go back and go, "Yeah, he was a great defensive coordinator or great special teams." Yeah, we used to call him Tricky Dicky when he was special teams coordinator. So, um, you know what is? Uh, they're, they're just going through some growing pains, I'm sure. Like I said, they've had a lot of challenges from being sick um, out there, and like I say, there's been some external influences there. Garrett Marino. 
Um, I don't think, you know, getting rid of them maybe was the right thing to do. Maybe it wasn't. Um, you know, but, you know, you, you're changing a lot of horses midstream, which uh, your team is, you know, like I say, they haven't won at home in five games. So it's, um, you know, maybe it was the wrong call to make, but, you know, you're succumbing to your fan pressure. And that's probably no more um, evident than in Saskatchewan when the fans, like I say, are very, very unforgiving. Yeah, well, I wrote this in a commentary that airs on Sask Radio at the time. I said, this Garrett Marino thing right now is going to make or break this team. For their sake, I was hoping it was going to make the team, but they have not won since, I don't think, and it might have broken the team. And the way these things work in a situation like that, the president has been involved, the general manager's involved, the head coach is involved, usually those three. I have a tough time believing all three agreed that he needed to go because for some reason or another he was on the team so there had to have been a debate there is my point and I guess for the one that made the final call he's got to go might be the one that has to wear the goat horns as to the season going down then but I don't know because I'm not in the room um Stephen in North Dakota wants to know Lee do you follow FCS football (laughs) and do you have a pick for the NDSU Bisons versus the South Dakota Coyotes I don't want to put you on the spot. NDSU, last week, didn't even have a line for their game at Arizona. For whatever reason, it had to yeah. do with their conferences. But he wants to know who he, whom he should bet on for the NDSU-South Dakota game. I'm going to go with the Coyotes. I don't follow it, but uh, um, I am sorry, but I'm going to go with the Coyotes right there. There you go. Well, hey, I got to say, I went with Arizona last week. And they did win 31-28, Stephen. So there you go. It's another opportunity to tell you to download our our app. That's how we feel about BetRegal, our exclusive betting partner, rightly. They're family, as they said. We're married. BetRegal. Download the app. You can play for free if you want by clicking on Play Sports, uh, Play Free Sportsbook. Use the promo code LEGENDS for a bonus when you sign up at BetRegal.ca. College football picks, NFL picks, CFL picks, NHL, it's all there. And I'll tell you, man, I had to sit down a little bit and just go, whoa, because it has been a big learning curve, the college football thing, obviously the NFL to the degree that we cover it, NHL, WHL, CFL. It's fun, uh, and for sure it doesn't feel like work, but man, it's like drinking from a fire hose. Lee, thanks for this. As always, uh, it's a lot of fun and goes too fast. Talk to you soon. See you in overtime. All right, good. Sportsnet's Arash Madani joins us next. The RP Show is on the Game Plus television network. We're live streaming on YouTube, obviously your favorite podcast platform, and also now on the radio in Metro Atlanta, WQEE 99.1 FM. Have you subscribed to the Rod Peterson Show YouTube channel yet? Head to YouTube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. It's an exciting time in sports, particularly today. The Blue Jays open a series at Tampa. NHL training camps get rolling, including here in Coral Springs, Florida. NFL Thursday night at Pittsburgh at Cleveland. Lots to talk about 
with our good friend Sportsnet Suraj Badani, who joins us from the other side of the Sunshine State, the Gulf Coast side. Jay's at Tampa tonight. How you doing, Arash? I'm well, Roddy. Good to see you. Nice to be in the same state. Good to see you. It is nice to have you here, man. Welcome to Florida. But I got to open up by asking you about Philly. The other night, Tuesday, when the Jays won 18-11, I heard, couldn't see the game here, they were chanting, let's go Blue Jays in Philly? What was the scene? I was not in Philly. That does not surprise me. Everywhere that we have been on the there have been absurd number of Blue Jay fans. You know, I think Seattle gets the credit, the notoriety. Uh, Roddy, we were in Cleveland in like May. It was jammed for a weekend series. Anywhere that's drivable. Pittsburgh over Labor Day weekend. It was ridiculous on the Saturday. So this is this is now commonplace. Um, if you, especially if you get a weekend series, but even midweek in Philadelphia, um, that comes that comes as no shock at all. Uh, and trips to Florida, no different, right? A lot of Canadians down here. So what are you expecting this weekend against the Rays? I mean, it's a huge series. It, it pretty much, I would get a reason of their two teams, neck and neck card race, their division opponents, of course, and just a couple of games separate them. And, you know, there's a lot of sky is falling whenever something goes wrong with the Blue Jays. And it's, I think part of it is that, you know, everybody's following every move that they make, so to speak. But th- there are struggles all over the place right now. The Rays are struggling. The Mariners are struggling. So people need to get to the finish line right now, and it's been a challenge. But, you know, in the month of September, Toronto is 14-6. and six. The Rays are 10-10. and 10. Seattle's 9-9. and nine. And these, these are the teaming down the wild card spots right now. So that's this one is as significant. And if there's one little good thing, I guess, in all of this, um, the Jays have won like 15 of their last 20 road games. So that, that's in their favor. A wonderful Blue Jays update there. But we have you for a good time, not a long time. What are some of the other sports um, topics that are on your mind these days that you'd like to get off your chest? Well, I don't know about getting off my chest, Rod. I'm, I've been very intrigued about this this Amazon Thursday streaming and where the industry and where consumption patterns are going. And, you know, Amazon sent an internal memo to all of its staff saying we had more people join, subscribe, whatever, in the three hours last week when Kansas City played the Chargers than any other three-hour window. Now, the the eyeballs watched on Thursday night were fewer than they would have been on broadcast television. And some are, you know, pointing and saying, wait, well, 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 point here. The point is where this is headed, where this is going. The Amazons of the world are willing to spend a billion dollars a year to get one game a week. Apple TV is infiltrating baseball right now. YouTube has infiltrated baseball. Facebook has infiltrated baseball. There are more telecoms, and I wonder who's going to enter the fray, that are going to get into this, and as more and more court cutting, how many more Amazon, Google, Apple, Facebook, YouTube are going to be in the mix that will um, that will enter 
live sports production and how we're going to end up watching live sports. It's fantastic to to follow, and I'm glad that you went down that road because guys like you and me, I think, will be fine. I saw Bob Irving tweeting this the other day, and I know you love him. I love him. He's like, here's now a fifth network and crew, right? Richard Sherman's got a job. Eric Herbstreet's got an extra job. Ryan Fitzpatrick, a couple sideline and panel hosts. We got introduced to that now. It's awesome. I feel for us, and obviously the leagues, like I like where it's going. I assume you do too. No, absolutely. And what's going to be interesting is this exp- This is, uh, I don't think this is an experiment. I really believe this is the direction where a lot of this is going to be headed, especially when you have companies like these that are looking for user data. They want to know what Rod and Arash and Producer Clark, who have subscribed effectively just for the football or just <laughs> for the sports package, again, and if they're going to buy something, what user consumption patterns are. And so, you know, at a time where there's a lot of media companies that are becoming conglomerates when there's a lot of takeovers happening um i i really believe that this is this is just the tip of the iceberg and there's going to be a lot more of this coming i know i know we're getting a little inside baseball here but the conventional ways in which we have consumed sports forever through the generations it is changing and is changing really yeah well it's here I don't care if it's inside. It's you and me talking here. I don't get to talk to you enough. So let me ask you this. I watch those Sportsnet broadcasts of Blue Jays baseball, and if it's a Friday night on Apple, your host, like even a Jamie Campbell, will go, well, tomorrow's game's on Apple. We'll see you Saturday, Jays fans. Like, how does it affect what you guys do when the Blue Jays are on Apple? There have been a handful of games on Apple this year. Um, there was a Friday night in New York. I believe there was a Friday night in Seattle. Baltimore uh, town. So, you know, I still go in for my regular pregame, and, you know, we still produce 155 or 157 Blue Jay games. I, here's, here's what's interesting, is that, especially on the baseball front, and I don't think this is the same especially in football, maybe basketball. I don't know hockey enough from this standpoint. But baseball is such a local product. There aren't many Canadians who are following what the Kansas City Royals or the, uh, shoot, even the Dodgers who are a national team, the Cubs who are a national team, what they're doing. There aren't many MLB fans. You, you're blue, you're blue, you follow the Blue Jays or your specific yeah. team, whoever that may be, the Yankees, the Red Sox, whatever. So when the national guys come in, and that's what the Apple folks are, they're they're not speaking to a Jays audience. They're just speaking to a general baseball audience. So I think what it does is it makes the Blue Jay fan appreciate their local broadcast because of just how connected Dan and Pat and Buck and Jamie and Joe and everybody else is to their team and what's happening with their team. I certainly hope that that's the case. I hope that it matters, uh, the broadcasters in their local market. And lastly, I got to say this. Here 
in Miami on Sunday is, the, I believe, the game of the week in the NFL, Bills and Dolphins. I don't think anybody can argue that. For sure, the AFC. And I will be meeting the great Gil Scott at the game. I can't. Uh, it's all they talk about, man. And with the Dolphins being good, can you imagine they're going off the hook down here? On sports radio, that one of the hosts said, I don't even know what the Marlins did on the weekend. What the Marlins do? Guy hosts a show a rash in Miami. <laughs> it's like, they don't care. Because yeah. it's all Dolphins right now, by the matter. way. Um, yeah, it d- doesn't. But the Viking. Who are the real Minnesota Vikings? The real Minnesota Vikings are a team quarterbacked by Kirk Cousins, who in his career is 500. What is it, 60, 60, and 2 or something, some nonsense like that. That's what they are. Those are really intriguing. Not just because they came from three or four, four scores down, not just because of their weapons with Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddle. I was listening to Rex Ryan on with Dan Patrick this week, and he made the point that I've been saying to people for a little while about this week's game. I really like Buffalo as a first-half play. Buffalo's probably going to be a three, three-and-a-half-point first-half favorite. But you're down there, man. You know how hot it is. You know what the conditions are. And the way Hard Rock Stadium is that the visiting team's sideline is in the sun. This quarter, those opponents could wear down and wilt down. And one of Buffalo's defensive backs was carted off the field. Their their best defensive back, Tredavious White, is on the pup list. He won't play this week. They're unsure about Micah Hyde. I like Buffalo first half, but I'm really intrigued how the fourth quarter was secondary where bodies wear down in September and how the Bills will deal with the heat. Absolutely. Well, I... It's the best wide receiver tandem in the NFL. Hell, hot or not, healthy or not, they're going to be tough to cover. Um, it's a tremendous matchup for sure, and I'm so excited to be there. Enjoy the series, Arash. Thanks for the time. We got a lot out here. Thanks, man. Appreciate you. Keep in touch. All right, Roddy. Take care, bud. Sportsnet's uh, Arash Banani checking in from Tampa. When we come back for our final segment, Overtime, Lee Genier will rejoin us, and we'll talk about whatever you want to talk about and a sports update as well. It's the RP Show on Game Plus TV, YouTube Live, and 24-hour sports radio at rodpeterson.com. Have you subscribed to the Rod Peterson Show YouTube channel yet? Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. As you see, another crappy day here in South Florida. And just ahead of bringing in Lee Genier. And by the way, Lee, to prepare you before I read the sports update, I want to ask you what we learned in sports during the pandemic. Because Arash had some interesting comments there on sports broadcasting, streaming, media rights, ticket prices, attendance. He didn't get into that, but you and I will. What did we learn in sports and broadcasting, do you think, in the pandemic? And I'll read this. Sports update come down the wire today. NHL teams playing in the Czech capital next month have been told their Russian players are not welcome. The Czech foreign ministry has told the NHL its stance is due to Russia's invasion of Ukraine, of course. The Nashville Predators and San Jose Sharks are to play regular season games on October 7th and 8th at Prague's O2 Arena. 
Today is day one of NHL training camps. The Toronto Blue Jays open a four-game road series tonight against Tampa. Toronto coming off a 4-3 loss in Philly in extra innings Wednesday. They split the two-game series. They currently hold the top wildcard spot in the American League. Tampa's two back, Seattle two and a half games behind Toronto. And the Western Hockey League has announced the launch of all-access passes for WHL Live on CHL-TV for the 2022-23 WHL season. Through WHL Live on CHL-TV, fans can enjoy all scheduled games, all of them, throughout the regular season with the purchase of the all-access pass at the low price of $119.99 plus applicable taxes and fees. This sports update for Dark Horse Bets. It's Woodbine's easy-to-use betting app that brings the excitement of live stream horse races right to you. Download for free. PlayDarkHorse.com. Available for Android and Apple devices. For Ballers Rec Room, the Tap Brewhouse and drive through Liquor Store, and for Red Bull Canada, Red Bull gives you wings. We do have Lee Genier Wright, our COO. Um, so I'll get to the viewer comments in a moment, but I'm interested in what you think the answer would be is what we've learned in sport. Not even we. The teams and the networks have learned coming out of COVID. And is the NFL a completely different animal than every other league? Because they seem to be going one way and everybody else is going the other. Well, they do. I think the one thing that everybody learned, I mean, during COVID, I mean, you know, streaming services went through the roof, right? Because people were at home, they didn't have a lot to do. So they were stuck at home and they were buying every streaming package, Netflix, you know, things that went through the roof, right? Um, but, you know, you saw, you know, and you've seen a lot of leagues are really suffering attendance-wise. The CFL, some of these other leagues, the startup leagues, obviously we had the XFL um, fold uh, back in the pandemic. We had the... Um, God, it's eluding me right now. Another football league fold in the U.S. So, you know, the what? Alliance it's, of American Football, the Alliance. Yes, the Alliance. So, you know what? The NFL is is a different beast altogether. Like I say, when you can go to Amazon and Arash, you know, talked about it right there. Yes, there there are going to be all sorts of you know companies. I mean. You got Jeff Bezos, Amazon paying a billion dollars for Thursday, you know, 10 Thursday night games, which is, you know, it's unheard of, right? When other leagues are trying to just uh, survive, right? So um, it, it's it's pretty interesting. I mean, it's definitely changed. I think people's time is really valuable to them. So, you know, back in the day when people were buying 40 season tickets to go to an NHL, I don't think that is the case anymore. I think they might buy 10 games. Their time is really valuable. But again, it's always versus, you know, the, the biggest um, enemy of pro sports uh, if you're a gate, gate-driven league, is the TV. You know, when I I love watching games on TV, I get the commentary, I get it all, and um, you know, I don't have to leave my house, or I can go to a you know a pub bar, watch it, and um, get the same experience. So, you know, it, it is changing a little bit because just of people's times, and and um, there's so much access out there. Like I say, you can stream everything, you can on your own time. Um, you name it, right? So you don't even ha- you don't even have to watch the game live anymore. So it has changed dramatically, and um, you know where the future is. It's hard to say, right? It's going to become more fragmented, which is going to make it. Yeah, well, much like more I said, the, the W 
like I said, the WHL just announcing their streaming service for the year because they don't have a television deal. But I know for a fact that's what Arash and I got into. Guys like him, guys like me, we're fine. I'm not worried at all because what I've proven over 30 plus years in the business is the ability to attract an audience. And we're growing. No, thanks in no small part to you, Lee, coming on board as the COO. So it's interesting to see where it's going. It's also interesting to know that we have our little piece uh, of the pie. And it's exciting to be to work with all of those in the future of sports and sports broadcasting. Wayne in BC says, of course, I still have Amazon Prime and Netflix. So there's that. I'll pay for what I want. LOL. That's, that's the point. The teams need and leagues need to jump out and make you want to watch them. But again, the NFL, we only have 90 seconds. But I mean, it's Pittsburgh, Cleveland tonight. And I, don't, I guess you'll have it on TSN here. I've got Amazon Prime, so I'll be watching it. Uh, did you watch it last week? I had a little bit of like buffering issues because it is a streaming service. Nothing major, but I knew that was going to happen. Did you watch last week's game? Yeah, I did. You know, I no issues from our side. So, well, and that was, was uh, the Rams. I was watching on. I was watching on TSN. Yeah, Rams and Buffalo Bills, which which is another topic for another time when you join us again. There was no last minute of play in the RP show. I was informed by the Dolphins that the press box is full. Frankly, it's bursting at the seams. And I get it. 10.5 million people down here. A lot of media want to go to the Dolphins. And I'm the new kid in town. It's all good. So I bought a ticket. The cheapest ticket in the house. The cheapest ticket was $200. But I can go to college football for 20 So... You know, ticket prices is just as big a part of this as any, right, Lee? And I don't think anybody's quite Absolutely. figured that out uh, in 15 seconds. What would you have to say about that? Yeah, um, inflation. How about that? Um, if you can get it free, people are going to watch it. So ticket prices are going to have really changed. Let's call, let's call it that. So. Lee, a uh, real pleasure having you on. Have a great day, my friend. Always a pleasure, Roddy. I'll see you soon. Thanks to Arash, Lee Genier, Justin Bourne, and Lee Genier. We'll see you tomorrow. Football. Who has more fun than us? <laughs> Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.